So welcome to Sassy Nation on this September 11th, 2020. Can't believe I just said that. Like it's 2020, September 11th, 19 years ago. For all those that were here 19 years ago, you remember the time and the place where you were exactly on that day without a heartbeat. And it's so eerie looking out the window because it's the exact same weather. Like literally almost every September 11th that I can think of from when that happened in 2001 till now, we've had the same weather. We've literally had the same weather almost every year, like clockwork. It makes it so much more eerie. Um, just a very emotional day. Um, and if you weren't here on September 11th, 2001, or you were a baby, or you were, you know, uh, you know, you weren't capable of understanding what actually happened. On my Twitter account, I have posted a video that you should really watch. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes and it made me, it just, like all the memories of that day, like burst back. It was very sad. And what's sadder is the fact that you have people from the dumbass organization, Black Lives Matter, trying to use today to further their agenda, which is fucking sick, if you want, in my book. Because what those people from Black Lives Matter don't understand is, black people were, black people died on this day too. See, but what happened was, we had black people, you had Asians, you had white people, you had Hispanics, you had Jamaicans, you had all these different people from all different backgrounds die on this day. And you had all those different backgrounds get unified and we were unified together. Um, we helped each other, we were kind to each other. It was, it was a time that was just, we never have, we have never brought that type of time back where we actually gave a crap about each other. You know, and I will say this, we didn't have social media back then. Thank God we didn't have social media back then. Can you imagine all the horror that we would have been seeing on social media today? Back then, 19 years ago? Oh my God. All the dumbass people that would be saying insensitive things and trolling and the hate that would be circling around social media. So in a way, it's like a blessing that social media didn't exist until like 2007. But anyhow, it's, it's amazing. And so I want to go back to last night with the Kansas City Chiefs game and people booing. And then these dumbass people on Twitter, where are they booing? This is because the NFL is brain dead and the players are brain dead and uneducated. And I will, I will educate you on this right now. See, the fans are sick and tired of your bullshit, okay? I don't want to keep hearing you say enough is enough. I don't want to keep telling me that Black Lives Matter. 
that this that it's police brutality and that it's racial inequality and it's this and it's that and it's this and blah 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 nah, 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 nah. because that's exactly what it is it's words we've heard it enough standing there in the middle of the field with your arms locked changes shit at least, I will say this, they were smart enough not to do anything with the flag. Although some players did go into the locker room. You don't want to stand for the pledge. You don't want to stand for the national anthem. But shame on all of you last night for not even having a moment of silence for today. The day before 9-11. And you, not one mention. Not one mention. See now, so, let me get this straight. The players all want to show people that they're unified, right? But they, on the biggest day in our country's history, where we all literally were unified as one, no matter the color of your skin, the religion that you were, no matter the background, how much money you had, we all became unified on September 11th, 2001. We did. It was something that I think I'm never gonna see again. You know, and I, I think this particular tweet from somebody literally says this. I'm all for standing together unified, but on the eve of 9-11, they missed out an opportunity to show their respect for our flag, country, and honor the senseless loss of lives on 9-11, the aftermath of which brought about the strongest unity in our country, NFL totally tone deaf. That's why people are, are outraged as well. It's not the fact that you're standing there and unified, you know, holding a sign, boycotting practice or playing, kneeling, locking of arms, wearing a t-shirt or a hat does nothing to change the narrative. Get it through your thick skulls. You're changing nothing. And it's almost like you're like, well, look, we care. And then you wash your hands of it and say, look, we care. No, no, no. You've put yourselves now into a position where if you don't physically try to make things better, no one's going to listen to your shit again. And no one's going to care. People don't want political statements and social issues mixed in with their sports, mixed in with their entertainment. If you haven't noticed, people don't watch the Academy Awards and the Oscars anymore because they're sick and tired of hearing the celebrity shit. I don't want to hear them. You won an award? Say thank you for the freaking ass award and sit your ass down. I don't want to hear you about how you don't want this candidate and you like this candidate and we have to do this and we have to change this. And speaking of that, so we need to have more diversity in the awards. How about you actually earn an award instead of giving out parts? Participate! Oh my God, I can't even talk right now. I'm so pissed. Participation trophies. <laughs> we give out trophies to people here. Thanks for taking part. Congratulations! Here's your trophy. Now, how about they fucking earn it? It's crazy because we have to give it to them because they're black. 
we have to, we, oh, excuse me, you have, you, ha you can't, don't worry about earning it. As long as you're black right now, you have it in because we have to make sure that we keep you and we put you in here because you're black. God, if I was a black person and a black woman and I was just given a job because I was, I'd be like, I'd be, I'd feel really disrespected. I'd feel very disrespected if I was just given a position. And that goes for me being a woman too. Because sometimes some companies now have to hire women. They have to hire women in certain positions because, you know, women need to be equal. Now, how about the women fucking earn it first? And then if they earn it, then they can be in it. Then they can get that position. Now, I'm all for people making, you know, the same pay, doing the same job, no matter what they are. Sure. But not just giving somebody on a silver platter the job or giving them an award because of the color of their skin. That's ridiculous. But see, this is what's happened now. You have all these athletes buying into what the media is selling them, that it's all racist. But there's no solid proof that those two cops, the one right now with George Floyd and the one now with Jacob Blake, are racists. It's the way the media presented it to you. And you bought into it. They spooned it to you, and you took it. Hook, line, and sinker. And if you really want me to get, um, you know, political here, well, factual here, go look it up. More whites are killed by cops than blacks. And that's a freaking fact. But no, no, no. Oh, no. No, it's police brutality. Meanwhile, I can guarantee you a building's burning down. LeBron James and the rest of his uh, goonies aren't going to be running to save anybody's life. They don't care. Are you going to see any of the football players running to save people? No, because they don't care. When actual football players can actually show me by actions that they give a shit, maybe then things will change. But they're just playing the narrative over and over and over again. Nothing is going to change. And you can't just think that the problem is police. If you think that, then where the hell, oh my God, you are living under a rock. Because people are dying in Harlem and Newark and Chicago and Detroit, all in the inner cities of gun violence. They're turning to drug abuse and addiction. They're turning to gangs. You don't hear any athlete worried about that. No, 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 no athlete gives a shit about that stuff. No, it's the white cop that they should be scared about. Meanwhile, the cops are the ones that ran to the buildings on September 11, 2001 and rescued people and some of them lost their lives doing so. Remember that. You know, we can't be like, oh, you know, 9-11, let's remember all the heroes, the police and the firefighters, and then 2020, defund the police. You can't have it that way. It doesn't work that way. Did it yesterday and I'll say it again. I better not see any New York Jets do any of that kind of shit. Sorry, but not sorry. You know, they have some really great leadership in that, in that locker room. I know Steve McClendon is a big 
is a big great he's a great leader and he's a big supporter of black lives now he posted something that i think he should have posted on his timeline and not in his story he posted the thing that said don't confuse black lives matter with an organization and i was like thank god someone posted this because that's the problem why he just posted that in his story and didn't post it on his timeline i don't i don't understand because that should have been on his timeline for everybody and in his feed for everybody to see because that's part of the problem it's not that people don't care about black lives it's that we don't want to hear from this organization that's communist that's bringing violence and riots and looting and fires and, and throwing things at people. They're violent. It's a violent organization that not once has helped any kid in the inner city, has not denounced gun violence, has not denounced when black people commit really heinous crimes. No, not at all. So we can't say that black lives don't matter because they do. All lives matter. No matter what color skin you have matter. Your life matters. Everybody's life matters. But when you're just talking about one race, that's the problem as well. Because it's not, it shouldn't just be about black lives. It should be about all lives. And we should focus on how to make, because all lives are the same. We're all the same because we're, one, we're, we're all from the human race, see? So we're all human, no matter what color of our skin, black, purple, orange, white, blue, doesn't matter. We all bleed red in the end. And that should matter. And on September 11th, we didn't give a shit about what color your skin was. We didn't care how much money you made. We didn't care what religion you were, what your sexual preference was. We didn't care who you voted for. We just cared about each other. And it was a, it was a beautiful thing out of something so horrible. You know, I was teaching that day and I remember that, like I had to make sure all my parents were alive first. You know, I mean, I had three-year-olds in my class. I was, taught, you know, teaching three-year-olds at the time. So it was really, that's really hard to understand, you know, and to grasp. I had to make sure all my parents were alive because we had parents that worked in Manhattan and I had parents that worked in Westchester. And they couldn't come over the bridge after that happened. The bridges were shut. Some parents managed to come over the bridge. But, and then the one parent that came in and, and he was... The child was never late, and the child was late that day, and the husband was all upset, the father, and because and, his wife was on a plane, he wasn't sure which plane she was on, because the one that went to, that was supposed to go to Boston, that that got hijacked, was one of them that went into the one of the trade center buildings. I mean, imagine all that. I mean, that was just so horrible. Um, you know, and then all the other people that I know that passed from that day. Not very, not a very pleasant day. Not, not a pleasant, not a pleasant day. But, you know, what am I going to say about that day? You know, 
it was very horrible. But the worst day brought the best out of us. And we came out of that stronger than I think I've ever seen this country become. And for months after that day, months after that day, we were so kind and caring to everybody, no matter who we were. And that's why the NFL lost the ball on this. They, they dropped the ball on it because all they care about is Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, with that, this is the message that you're sending to young black people. That we're not gonna focus on the criminals that are Jacob Blake and were George Floyd. They were criminals. They're criminals. They've committed crimes, heinous crimes. I'm just gonna say this. You have children. Some of you have little girls. You have daughters. Jacob Blake raped repeatedly a 14-year-old. Repeatedly a 14-year-old. He raped her. She doesn't matter. She's the victim, not Jacob Blake. He's a criminal. Once we focus on, on that, see, that's the problem. We're honoring criminals. So you're telling all young black people that as long as a white cop hurts you, your life matters. Doesn't matter that you robbed somebody or raped somebody or assaulted somebody. No, that's okay. Because now you become a victim because a white cop hurt you trying to arrest you for the crime you committed. See, no one's mentioning the crimes that they committed. George Floyd committed lots of crimes. Yet we honor him because a white cop did it. Would you all feel the same way if it was a black cop doing it to him? Just think about that for a second. Would it be different? Would it be any different? Because to blacks, it's all the, the police brutality is all about white people. <laughs> the whites who are cops. You don't see them going after the black cops that, that create chaos. You don't see them. I don't hear anything about that. And we, have a, and we have a larger problem, which is gun violence right now in this country with young black men. Young black men with guns that they shouldn't be having, <laughs> killing innocent people every single day, shooting people every day not thinking that anyone's life matters. But no, we can't focus on that. God freaking forbid we focus on that. And the stem of the problem, because when they start doing that, they start committing crimes. When you start committing crimes, you're going to have police come after you. And how would you like the police to come after you? Would you like to hold hands with them and sing Kumbaya? How are they supposed to come after you? When they tell you to stand there, put your hands up, get in the car, get in the police car, you're supposed to listen to them. Not run, not go for your pocket, not go for your car, not go for a gun, a knife, whatever else. 
You're supposed to listen. See, we don't focus on that either. We focus on the white cop. Oh, it's all his fault. He doesn't think our lives matter. And I can understand from that perspective of when you were younger and you couldn't be out past a certain time. You know, well, you know, I grew up in the suburbs. I didn't grow up in the inner cities. I didn't grow up in Manhattan. But guess what? I played with black children in my neighborhood, in the suburbs. I played with little Indian kids that lived in my neighborhood. I played with all other children from all different other backgrounds, and we didn't care who they were and what they looked like. We just wanted to play with them and have fun. And that's what we did. Of course, we had to be in after, you know, when it got dark anyway. But we didn't come in because, you know, it was dangerous to be out. That was just the rule when it got dark to get in. Because it was time for bed. And I can understand telling stories of when you were little. But remember, when you were little, you were taught certain things. You were taught to hate. You were taught to be afraid. You were taught to love. You were taught all these things you're taught when you're little. So maybe the problem stems a little deeper. It stems from how your parents are teaching you. So to all the football players out there who have kids, if you want things to change, it starts with you and how you teach your children to respect everybody. It, that's where it stems from. When you fix it in your heart and you fix it in your home, you can then fix the world. You can't fix the world if you're focused on everybody else but yourself. And I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of sports centers showing it. I'm tired of the media talking about it. We're tired of the athletes talking about it and showing us and wearing their damn t-shirts and kneeling and locking arms and, and singing kumbaya. We're done with it. You want to change things? You have an opportunity right now to do so. Take it. Because this opportunity is not going to come back around because people are going to be tone deaf to it. They're going to be... They're so used to it right now, they don't even care, they don't flinch. You want change? You have to go for it and physically change things. And I've said this, I've said it to Sam Darnold on, on his Instagram, I've said it to Steve McClendon, and I've said it on the Jets Twitter account. You have an opportunity to get the NYPD to come to your practice facility. Get the NYPD to your practice facility. Video it. Tell them you want to video it and put it on one of your um, Death Drive episodes. Where you have all the players, particularly the black players, speaking to the officers about community relations and how they can coexist. That is showing everybody that you want change. That is physically doing something to create change, not just locking arms and wearing a t-shirt and kneeling. That's how you create change. 
Something as simple as that can create change and make and make things different. You can start bringing in the different. Um, you can start bringing things to light. And maybe then other NFL teams will do the same with their police officers in their town, their community, and so forth. It's only going to take one team to start building change. And on this September 11th, it's no greater time than now. You can honor all those that passed. You can take the next step in becoming change and becoming the change you want to see. And that can start today on September 11th.